Good evening, everyone. It's good to see everybody here this evening. <clears throat> For those of you who may be wondering, because you just saw me walking up the steps like I had something wrong with my foot, I do. For those of you who asked me before services, now is the time where I'm going to tell you what happened to my foot. So, <clears throat> my beautiful girlfriend and I have a habit of spending quite a bit of time together. And at the end of one of our uh, meetings, we, I walked her home. It was Monday night. So I, being stubborn, didn't listen to her when she said, you should put your shoes on. You're going to step on something. And I said, you live two minutes away. We live in a good part of the neighborhood. It'll be fine. It was fine until we got about 30 feet away from her house, where I stepped on the bottom of a broken beer bottle. And a piece of glass stuck in my foot about a half inch deep, half inch wide. <coughs> And I was really regretting not listening to what she said, <laughs> not five minutes before. And I tell you that story to tell you that I learned two lessons from that. One, I am not as invincible as I think I am. My body is fragile. And two, is that I need to be prepared. And that is something that we need to do every day not only with possible circumstances that may happen with our physical bodies, but also with our spiritual bodies, with our souls. <clears throat> so, I would like to talk about two ways that we can protect ourselves from falling to the way of this world. But before I do that, I want to talk about the difference between knowledge and wisdom. Knowledge is knowing that I should be wearing shoes when I'm walking in the middle of the street. Wisdom is actually wearing the shoes so I don't get hurt. Man can know pretty much everything there is to know in the world. Man can have the Bible memorized backwards and forwards, but without the wisdom, which is knowledge applied, to practice the knowledge, it's all for nothing. So while we're talking about wisdom, let's flip over to Proverbs and read some words from Solomon, the wisest man in the world. Proverbs chapter 1, verses 5 through 9. Let the wise hear and increase in learning, and the one who understands obtain guidance. To understand a proverb and a saying, the words of the wise and their riddles. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. Hear, my son, your father's instruction, and forsake not your mother's teaching, for they are a graceful garland for your head and pendants for your neck. <clears throat> this reminds me of a song that I've heard many times before, uh, but it is Trust and Obey, for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus but to trust and obey. And my dad and I were talking about that the other night. And, you know, sometimes it's, it's harder to, uh, it's a little difficult to worship the way we're meant to and focus on the words and get lost in the melody or how good I'm singing. And I'm definitely guilty of that. 
But when he brought it up the other day at dinner, it got me thinking that the best way really is to trust and obey. And the world may call it blind faith. They may say that we're just sheep. Well, we are, but we know that the shepherd who leads us has good intentions for us and for the entire world. So on that note, I would like to turn to some scripture that talks about what we rely on to get us through our lives. Uh, in Ephesians chapter 6, verses 11 through 18, Paul talks about the armor of God. He says, Put on the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand firm. Stand therefore, having fastened on the belt of truth, and having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and as shoes for your feet, having put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace. In all circumstances, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying at all times in the Spirit with all prayer and supplication. To that end, keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all saints. <clears throat> so we can read this passage and we can think about these phrases and we can hear them, the shield of faith and the helmet of salvation, and we can know what he is talking about here. But we have to try to understand, and I'm not here to tell you guys, help you guys understand all of the concepts of love, joy, peace, and patience as much as I'm sure you would love to hear me talk until the end of time. I am here tonight to try to impress upon all of us the importance of earnest learning and looking for understanding the truth of something. <clears throat> and uh, we, in this search, need a good support system. So our first way of protecting ourselves is to read the Bible and try to understand the concepts that the Bible uh, imparts. But the second thing that is very important is surrounding ourselves with good people. And I don't mean that to say that Christians aren't supposed to have non-Christian friends, non-Christian family. I have non-Christian family. Uh, but we are meant to influence them and not let them influence us. I'll be honest with you, uh, I've gotten into a new living situation lately, and I don't want to uh, speak ill of my roommates, but they're not Christians. And being around in uh, an environment like that where you may hear things or they talk about things that are not necessarily things that I want to be influenced by, but they're people that I spend the majority of my time with, it can get more difficult as time goes by to lose hold on my center and faith in God. And I would like to thank everyone here 
for being people that I can surround myself with who are good encouragers, who people, people who want me, who want everyone to follow the faith. I want to thank Kylie and my family. You know, if it wasn't for everybody here, no one would be getting anywhere. If you would please uh, turn with me to Ecclesiastes. Sorry, y'all lost my place. Ecclesiastes 4.12. And though a man might prevail against one who is alone, two will withstand him, a threefold cord is not quickly broken. This is a very important concept in Christianity because we, being the church, are here to support one another and without each other, we can only go so far. And I'm stealing a little bit of this concept from the Excel Still More podcast. I'm sure some of us are familiar with the name Chris Emerson in this conversation, uh, congregation. And uh, he talks about this concept of your inner circle, which are the people who you influence and are influenced by. The five people that you spend the majority of your time with are the people who you are going to look more like in the world. These five people are very important and integral to walking a Christian faith. And I'm not saying that you cannot walk steadfastly without these people, but you will get greater results. You'll do better having the support group. And it will allow you to influence those in your outer circle, our non-Christian friends and family, uh, in a more positive way, so that you are not regressing, but rather moving forward, excelling still more at all times. Uh, and you can see an example in the Bible. Solomon, someone we just uh, heard from, is that he had a thousand wives and concubines. He had 700 wives and 300 concubines, born princesses who all worshipped different gods and idols, and he fell a long way from when God granted him the gift of being the most wise man who had ever lived. So that's just an example of how one can stray if we're not careful to keep our souls and hearts protected with good people, good words, wise words from the Bible. And if you're someone who is looking for good people and you think, I don't know, I'm in this situation or I spend all my time with these people, well, I would encourage you to look no further than the person sitting next to you in your pew, in front of you. We're all here to support one another and if you feel like you need more meaningful relationships that are going to help you grow into the person that you want to be, into the person that God wants you to be. That's what we're all here for. That's why we're gathered here tonight. And there's a little bit of synergy there between wisdom and good people. If you're lacking wisdom, 
You surround yourself with good, wise people, and you will gain wisdom. If you're lacking good people, but you feel like you have some wisdom, use that wisdom to go find some good people, and then spread it. But it has to start somewhere. And maybe it's uncomfortable for some people, but it is important to start making these meaningful relationships for a better life for Christ. And it's important to help other people get there. So if you're one of these people who wants to find encouragement or fellowship, please uh, stick around a little bit afterwards. If you're a guest, we'd love to visit with you and meet with you. And if you feel like you would like to become part of the body of Christ and experience what it really is to grow in a forward manner, Please come forward while we stand and sing.